Hello everyone, hello beautiful people, hello amazing people and very awesome people. I'm I'm usually very happy to have this time with you. I think I've said that over and over and over again. Well yes, um I really love sharing this beautiful, blissful time with you and today you know I was like do I really have something to record? I really have something I want to say. I mean, it dawned on me that, yes, I actually have so much I want to say. I actually have everything to say to you guys because spending this time with someone, talking to someone, healing someone is usually what I look forward to doing at the end of my day. And like I said, I always record at night time or this evening time for those of us in Nigeria. I always record. It's just like... 10:58 now i always rec- rec- record this at this time because i want this to be the first thing you listen to after you've said your prayers and when you're heading for work or you're beginning your day i like you to plug on plug on your um airpods your earpiece whatever device you're connecting to and just listen and bless your day and just you know just know that okay there's someone who who feels you someone who understands where you're coming from today um so today we will be talking about something that is very personal to me and something that's also very personal to a lot of people yes you guys today we are going to be shaking tables but before we begin right um like we always do we would say a word of prayer lord jesus i'm grateful for this evening i'm grateful for this moment this time this opportunity that you have given to me and i exalt your holy name because this is not for me this is all for you all glory has been ascribed unto your holy name i thank you for the beautiful things that you are doing through me i thank you because these people these wonderful people that have connected here today are going to be blessed are already blessed I thank you for the virtue of thank you for the blessings that we have received in Christ Jesus and the virtue of our nature in Christ Jesus, which has made us righteous, who has brought us to an understanding. I thank you for the gift of faith because we cannot earn anything on our own, Lord Jesus. But Lord God, even the faith that we have is given unto us from you, Lord Jesus. Lord, I bless your holy name. I thank you for the gift of purpose, belief, and understanding. I am forever in awe of all the beautiful things that you have done. Be exalted and be glorified, Father, for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. You guys, thank you for that very short but not so very short prayer. Um, I, I pray that the Spirit led in it. I'm, I'm very grateful for connecting and staying here with us so today i said i'll be shaking tables as promised today you guys guess what it is i'm not going to do drum bells or drum rolls or anything but if you know you know (laughs) okay so today we are going to be talking about what do you do in the weight surviving the weight pulling through the weight um weight as in w-a-i-t to wait on something to be expectant on some of on something right and just to pause sometimes the wait can be exhausting sometimes waiting for something waiting for someone expecting something expecting someone can be really exhausting it is draining trust me you guys um i can't say 
I have been there, right? I, I understand, but I'm sure there are people who have, who truly would give a life experience of what it means to wait. And the thing is, in our period, why am I talking about this in relations to depression? In the period of the wait, what do you occupy your mind with? Do you choose to let your mind be drained, be depressed, be anxious, be, you know, what exactly do you feed your mind with while you're in the wait? This is something that stood out for me because I was thinking about it and I was like, so many ha- damages that have been done to the body and the mind is usually when people are expectant and waiting for something. It's always like there's a disconnect. It's always like there's impatience at that time. There's there's um a lot of constraints. There's a lot of self-pity. There's a lot of demoralization. You're just, you don't even just know what to do. So what exactly are you even supposed to do in that wait? Because you'll be asking yourself, what am I supposed to do? What exactly is the next step? How exactly do I go about this thing? What what do I do next? How long am I going to wait? And one thing I've learned is you honestly cannot dictate or you can't say what happens in this period or what happens in the wait. Because it's easy for you to take one step that will draw you back. (laughs) while you're in the weight and it's easier for you to take another step that might make you exactly forward to the weight but not um, make bring you closer to the end but is he actually taking you to the end so what is the right thing to do in the weight okay so um i'm going to talk about i'm going to be addressing two major things here um one of it is being single and in the weight and another one is life generally finance education and all of it why i singled out single and in the weight is because i know a lot of people this is something that speaks to them when i'm talking about uh, this being single i've heard a lot of people use the term single and finding purpose um single and waiting um single and hoping single and searching you know there are just so many things that people the thing is being single as a whole is a weight being single as a whole is it's it's um it's a period where you decide where you're making tough decisions and easier it's easier at that point to make either hasty decisions that you feel like oh it's going to take you out of this long wait or it's easier to take decisions that might even draw you back and leave you in the wait so what do you do while you're just there? What do you do while you're just growing? Um, oftentimes, I like to ask myself, a lot of people come to me and like, oh, Amaka, um, why are you single? In as much as I want to say I'm single and I'm finding purpose, I just feel like a lot of people have abused that single and finding purpose. I see people who say they are single and finding purpose, and yet they run into a mental state or run into a mental depression when it's not coming. What does it mean to find purpose? What is the definition of purpose? Purpose is basically the reason for doing something. The reason while you are alive. The reason you're, you're basically the reason why you are made. So when someone says I'm single and finding purpose, is you're single and finding the reason why you are single. You're single and understanding the reason why you are single. God brings us to an understanding of our own selves before we are even able to go out to reflect ourselves or reflect him to other people he brings us to an understanding of why he has called us to be as individuals right 
it's just like a person who is um a baby right a baby who is just starting up his life that baby does not really understand himself he's nurtured in the hands of the mother um sucking and crawling and then he takes the next step to stand and then to walk and all of that that baby for a long time all of his identity is is immersed in the mother's identity he doesn't really have an identity of his own until he turns um 10 or 11 then you start seeing you can now start saying oh this this child is this this child is that this but you know just growing up basically and then you just start seeing traits that now make you identify those traits with the child or oh, this child is is um diligent humble or oh, this this baby is a baby that you say sit down here and the child will sit down here this child is stubborn this child is you know gr- gradually is no longer merged in the mother's identity where everything they will not be like oh this person's mom so that's what is like for us while we are in the weeds that's what is like for most of us human beings right when we're growing up when god is is bringing us grow when we grow spiritually not just physically when we grow spiritually god is bringing us to identify ourselves and understand ourselves but this time is not in ourselves right because we don't have any identity outside christ but bringing us to an understanding of who we are in christ while some of us might feel like there's a time to take baby steps right there's also a time for you to come to an understanding of who is he that dwells inside me what does he possess what can i do what does he love who like what exactly is are his basis and his terms of love what are his understanding how does he grasp me grasp me rather who do i mean to him what exactly am i called to do in life that's what it means to find your purpose now that single period that time when you're single for young some of us as young women your singlehood is usually in your early 20s or your mid-20s and sometimes it lingers on to your late 20s and that period when you're finding what you are called to do can be depressing because i i as a person i can't lie to you i have been there are times when i get back home and i've had a very busy day i mean i just want to take up my phone and have someone i can talk to and i was speaking to my friend today and i was telling her like is that even just so much to ask i just want someone to go on and tell how my day was you know talk to someone tell the person oh i had this day just whine on and on and on and just and then sometimes i also just want someone to just you know go on fancy dates with i want someone who i can wake up as 1 a.m and pray with someone who i can wake up in the morning and we have our prayers and our devotions someone i know that is praying for me and praying with me you know god did not put all of those there's nothing wrong with having those emotions right there's nothing wrong with me having a feeling that way right the the problem is when you start to make that a god over your life when you start to make those your emotions and those your feelings drain you and depress you and make and basically become a god over your life that's what god doesn't want right he wants you to be able to understand you that you have a completeness in him he wants you to be able to come to an understanding that all of these things baby you are beautiful you are you are loved by someone you are you have a wholeness when they say you have a wholeness in christ if you see the bible says that the fullness of christ and thereof all of it it dwells in us right so he wants you to understand that baby you are beautiful you are complete and every beautiful thing every every amazing every part all of those beautiful things on earth and in heaven have been given to you 
when you understand your person, when you understand where you're coming from, it is then easier for you to be able to reflect your image on another person or tell on another person. When two whole people come together, what does it mean? When a complete person and a complete person come together, it's easier for you to now, you get like, it's easier to say these two complete people understand what it means to be complete, right? To have an understanding. I always say something. In as much as I want all of these beautiful things, oh my God, baby, there's nothing I look forward to more than having someone who understands and shares my feelings. What are my feelings? My feelings are in Christ. They are meshed in Christ. There is no... The Bible says that when... I will say, when Christ sets the standard for love in the book of Ephesians, for the standard of marriage in the book of Ephesians, he urges man to love the way Christ loves the church, not loving yourself. Because as ourselves, we can be messed up. We can be... We can have so much hate in ourselves because even as I am like this, there are some days when I'm pointing out my inadequacies and everything and I'm still finding my faults and everything. But loving Christ has made me understand that I have all of this error, but Christ still loves me. Loving through him has made me to understand that Christ doesn't remember. Like he doesn't hold my sins as in identity with me, right? He has loved me so much and he has pre-approved me for forgiveness. And bringing myself to that understanding makes it easier for me to be able to translate that love to another person. Christ loved the church so much that he was willing to give up his life for the church. For he was willing to bear the sins of the church. He humbled himself for the church. He, uh, he, he was able to be bruised for the church. He was able to be condemned for the church. He came and he took out time and he did all of these beautiful things for the church. Imagine a man. Sorry, guys. Imagine a man that understands what it means to love like Christ. That is who you are. Who you understand. That's who you will. To. That's the kind of feelings I have. That's the kind of feeling I want to meet. That's kind of person that Christ wants me to meet. A man who will be able to love me, maybe not on sacrificial like Christ does, but to be able to have an understanding of the way Christ loves me. And that way he'll be able to translate that love in the most subtle and the most beautiful way. Understand that relationships are working processes. Now me single and finding purpose means me being that man or being that woman to be able to translate that love to someone else's child. So in that singlehood, in that place where you are, it's important to grow yourself, to understand yourself. Aside that, pick out the most little things. What do I not like? What, what, is, what are my ambitions? What drives my goals? What are my long-term, long-term aspirations? What is it that I want to do with my life? How do I want to understand? How do I want someone to feel? Like, is this a baggage I can deal with for the rest of my life? Is this something I want to drop, you know? Understanding yourself will make you be able to come to have a better and close-knit relationship with the person that you hope to be with in future. So it's important to... You know, just grow in this process. Understand yourself. Unravel yourself. Build yourself spiritually. Build yourself physically, mentally, financially. Do things. I like. There's not no. There's no greater peace right now that, in as much as I hope for all of these things, they are beautiful. But there's no greater peace that, being and exploring yourself. This whole self, 
embodiment of Christ is like a full-on iPhone gadget with hundred and something gig, with a hundred and something gig. You cannot exhaust the memory and the capacity. But every day you're learning new things, the capacity of what your iPhone can do. That's the same way you're learning new things in Christ and through Christ. And understanding yourself, you're coming to a new understanding, you know, picking out yourself. This, this, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this, you know. You need to be at that weight, that pruning period should be a refining process for you. Should be a process when you're learning and unlearning things. When you're adjusting to a new lifestyle, when you're adjusting to your person in Christ, you know you're working towards being a better person every day so that's what it should be for you it's not a time for you to be sitting down and be be planning on how to impose your imperfections on someone else and still not trust me my dear love and wonderful person listening to this if you if you carry so much imperfections you will feel like you carry so much imperfection you'll only be able to translate those imperfections to another person's child right or to another person who you plan to spend your life with so you guys i'm going to quickly move to the second aspect the weight when in in regards to education when in in regards to finance and all of that um first things first i would really love to run up to you guys permit me to give you 25 minutes today because this is a big topic um i'll quickly run on to romans chapter 11 verse 1 from verses 1 first then verse 3 one of the major important things as regards waiting is faith. Faith is something that I I always look at and realize that it's not something that I can do. It's something that is merited. It's something that I said is mer- that is not merited. It's something rather that I feel like it's a supernatural. Is a is a spiritual supernatural gift. Okay, let's read what the Bible says on faith. Now, faith is the assurance. Amplified version tells us title deed confirmation of things hoped for divinely guaranteed and the evidence of things not seen a conviction of their reality faith comprehends as facts that cannot be experienced by the physical sense today i was in church and my sunday school teacher or um my workers training teacher asked us a question is there something you do not see but you believe and a lot of people say yes uh, someone answered she said oxygen and breathing in and breathing out and someone else said uh, what was that answer again she said walking in and sitting down on something you don't see those things right you just come in it's just like you walk into a place you just sit down you're already in your mind you're fully assured that you're safe right what you're sitting on is secure and everything so you're not really worried about falling down or anything you're convinced that this seat is fine it's like you're breathing in you trust the process you're just you're breathing you're not even worried about oh an obstruction or anything you're sure you can breathe that's the same way it is with faith faith is like the bible says evidence of um sorry things i don't know this is a, a very popular bible verse i don't know why i always get this wrong things hoped for and evidence of things an evidence of things not seen and an assurance of things hoped for. You do not see it, but you trust. You do not know where it's coming from, but you know it's going to happen. That's what faith is. Faith is something that is is, is something that when Jesus saw with the centurion servant, when Jesus saw with Abraham, something that pleases God. 
without faith is in it's, it's almost impossible to please god so it's like having faith having an understanding that this thing might not be here yet but then it is happening it's going to happen most of the miracles and the things that happen in the bible were driven by the level or extent of faith that those people had when you look at the woman with the issue of blood when you look at the blind batimus when you look at uh, the centurion servant the centurion rather when you look at major people in the bible the ones that can go on and on and on and on, and on abraham um jacob when you look at the, the level of their faith you understand that god met them at the point of that faith so what exactly is it that you are hoping for that you believe that god cannot answer you what exactly is it that that you think that god cannot provide a solution for you? let's go back to the book of hebrews 11 and in verse 4 he said by faith and then and, and and enduring confidence in the power wisdom and goodness of god we understand the world's the universe the ages were framed and created and formed put in order and equipped for their intended purpose by the word of god so that it is seen so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible you know it's very funny when um before i go back to this bible verse i would like to point out something i've seen a lot of people limit god to timing and every single time i ask them one question it's like um mark um who, who even made this thing um it's just like what's this guy's name okay imagine the guy that created the apple phone it's just like you constraining him to telling him that how do i put these guys telling him in fact just imagine restricting the creator of something to that thing telling them that they don't know enough about that thing okay the guy that steve jobs right telling him that he doesn't really know much about the apple phone that's what it is like when you constrain god to time it god is infinite he's boundless it's like you're in this moment right but god sees your past he sees now and he sees your future so whatever is happening to you you feel like it has been going on for 10 years trust me it's just like five minutes in the eyes of god and he doesn't need all of this your timing someone who has created the world who has created the the entire universe that you live in you want to restrict him to something as little as time you guys you need to check it you need to really check, check, check what you're believing and check what you're feeding in. Let's go back. By faith and enduring confidence in the power and the wisdom and the goodness of God, we understand what the worlds were framed and created, order equipped and are intended for. That's their purpose by the word of God. So that we are, we, so what we seen, so what is seen was not made out of things that are visible you know the bible says that it was by the word that the world was made it is the word that brought the world alive. life the word of god gives you a deeper understanding of things that are not physical but are spiritual with the word of god understanding this is another bible that goes back to discovering purpose again understanding the word of god brings you to the reality of purpose and brings you to the understanding of things that are not seen so when you're working supernaturally and you're working in faith the thing that drives it is the word of god understanding the word of god helps you to understand beyond haha you guys this is so this is some serious right here brings you to an understanding of the things of not just the universe but the things that are also supernatural understanding the wisdom of god the goodness of god makes you have an identity understanding who is god what can he do so by this means you do not constrain him to things that are just in 
things that are boundless, things that I say things that bound, things that have a period to fade fade away. You understand who you are, your reality, and your check in life. When people are saying, ah, this thing has not happened yet, you're working in the faith, even though it might not be easy. But you're working in the understanding that you are an embodiment of Christ. You are an embodiment of 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 righteousness, holiness, beyond limits. And look, the fact that this hasn't happened yet doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. And I always tell myself something. You guys, it is not time yet. That's the only thing I tell myself. Every time something happens to me, when the devil tries to feed my mind and make me grow in that understanding and make me depressed, I tell myself, I haven't gotten this visa yet. I haven't gotten this job yet. I haven't gotten this because it is not time yet. While it might look like time on my side, it doesn't look at it doesn't look like the time or the time of the creator. So look, it is not time yet. I'm working in the manifestation of that. I am understanding who I am. I'm not going to be single this way for a long time god is designing me and preparing me for that man that he has put in his heart for me god is designing that man and preparing him for that man that he has put in his heart for me and we're working we're both working in that consciousness that reality and whatever it hasn't happened yet you guys does not mean it's never going to happen thank you so much i feel i feel i feel like i just pulled out my heart um it's been an amazing time speaking to you all. Um, I think I'm going to take a nap now. No, sleep. I'm going to go to sleep right now. It's been beautiful having talking to you. So you guys, please do me a favor. Read the whole portion of Hebrews. As a matter of fact, I'm going to do that now before I go to sleep. Read the whole portion of Hebrews 11 from verse 1 to the end. Try to study, digest it, and understand what it truly means to have faith. Um, I love you so much, but Jesus loves you more. And I leave you in the hands of the one who loves us both until I talk to you again. Love you.